Welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. We're so glad that you're tuning in today as we continue our Unfriended series. It's Pastor Michael here, and today's sermon title is How to Deal with Drama. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the message starting right now. We're going to continue our series, Unfriended, and today's sermon is titled How to Deal with the Drama. Drama. Anybody got any drama in their life? Anybody? Anybody? It's okay. Hey, listen, I got a friend that sits right here. Her name's Trina. So if I look at you, Trina sits right there and she's invisible. So if I look in your direction, I'm not talking to y'all. Okay, good. All right. Sally Sue sits right here. Billy Bob's, he's in here somewhere. Anyway, we got people we pick on that that, that are invisible because we don't want to pick on you guys because we like y'all. But, but who's got drama? I know Trina's got a lot of drama in her life. she got a lot. Who in here's got drama that, that they, anybody... Anybody want to share? I'm just kidding. Don't share your drama. <laughs> Everybody's like, whoa. <laughs> I'll share it. If I get the microphone I'm going to be on camera, I'll tell you all my secrets. I'll tell you everything that's going down in my life. But drama. Drama. Who in here hates drama? Ooh. My gosh. Hallelujah. Diane's up here. Two hands. God, yes. Take all the drama away. Take it away. <laughs> hey, right now. Right this second, who has drama right this moment? Maybe on your way into church, you have some drama take place. Anybody? Anybody? I'm not looking. Anybody? Anybody? Anybody want to say, hey, Pastor, listen, on my way in, Trina cut me off in traffic, and, uh, <laughs> and then it reminded me of what was really going on in my life, and, and it's all jacked up, and I got some dysfunctional people in my life, and they got all this. Hmm, I can't take it. Drama. Drama's everywhere. Drama. See, see, TV shows are full of what? Drama. They're even saving the captions or in the title down there. You be scrolling through. They got a whole section that says drama. Now I don't know about y'all, but I don't know why in the world if you got a lot of drama in your life that you wouldn't want to watch more drama. <laughs> I do. I watch some stuff on TV and I'm like, this is the craziest thing <laughs> in my life. It's not what? Oh, it's not my drama. I was going to say it's not real. So, so let me tell you what happened. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? So me and Tasha are sitting down watching the show. And Tasha's like all into it. She's into it. And she's like, that's so sad. I can't believe this is happening. This is, this is horrible. I'm over here giggling. So I'm starting to laugh. I'm like, what are you doing? I said, you know all this is fake made up stuff, right? Like these aren't real people. This really isn't happening in their lives. <laughs> Anybody do that? Anybody ever cried during a TV show? I can't believe they killed off Dr. Such and Such. He was my favorite person. I loved him so much. They just killed him off. I don't know how I'm going to go throughout the week. Just true stuff. This is drama. And I tell time, we don't need unnecessary drama in our lives. I remember one time growing up, my mama always watched soap operas. Now, she was a young and a restless woman. Now, anybody in here, I don't know the rest of them, but I know young and the restless. Uh, anybody in here watched Young and the Restless? It's okay. You can tell me. It don't matter to me. I watch all kinds of TV shows too. Young and the Restless. I, don't, I guess is it still on? I don't know. I have no idea. But my mom was a young and the restless person. And I remember one time watching this show on TV. And I remember sitting there like, this is the dumbest show ever. And I'm thinking, why in the world 
Well, this, why would, why did they be doing this? This is crazy. And then it went a long period of time. And I remember it was like four or five months later. And I played hooky from school. I was playing sick. <laughs> and all of a sudden, my mom, 12 o'clock, 12, 30, whatever time it come on, she put the soap opera on. And guess what? I never missed anything. They were just picking up right where they left off in the past three months. It was the same drama. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Drama, 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 drama. So when it comes to people in drama, we really only have two options here. Number one, we can discard them at the first sight of the drama. So you see drama coming? You see me? Y'all remember how I drop kicked a suitcase the other week? I'm going to drop kick it. I don't like drama in my life. I like as little drama as possible. I know when I go to work, there's always some type of drama. Somebody don't like something that's going on. Something happened to somebody, and everybody's got to be in the know about it. And I'm like, look, I just want to come in and do my job and go home. <laughs> We've got to eat lunch in the process, though. That's that's a mandatory thing. So where are we going? But it's 7 o'clock. What do you mean? We've got to plan a day. <laughs> but see, when we see drama at the first sight of it, we can discard it. We can we can get away from it at all costs. Now, i tell you what. How deep is your wallet? Who wants some drama eliminated out of their life? Go deep in your wallet. And I can, uh, I, it, let's see what I got here. I got a, I got a $5 bill. <laughs> hey, Lincoln's on here. <laughs> you see what I did there, Lincoln? <laughs> I had no idea. But, but there's a cost. It comes with the cost. But if you get a, if you get away from drama, it costs something. I, I tell you what, I'll get somebody $5 if they want me to take it. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all supposed to pay me. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, who wants to pay me $5 to get some drama out of their life? Now, I ain't talking about killing nobody. Now, I don't do that stuff. But who wants to, who wants to pay me to take some drama out? Anybody? None of y'all. I mean, y'all some Jesus people up in here. <laughs> Getting rid of drama. You got to get away from it. Let me put this back in my pocket before I go to lunch today. I can't pay for my <laughs> So, 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 what's something else you can do? You can run in the opposite direction from drama. You can run as far as you can. I always tell people, run for your life. Run as fast as you can in the other direction. If you see drama coming back, you can run from it. Run, run. I remember you see them commercials or them uh, things flopping around on Facebook where you know they'll do something and all of a sudden they'll go run. <laughs> do, 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 do. So what you got to do? You got to run. Now, I'm going to tell you what. Y'all put a snake on me. Hallelujah. I'm going to run, and I'm going to run, and I'm going to run. And that's how I'm going to treat drama in my life. I, I can run as fast as I can. But listen, listen. So you can discard them at the first sight. You see drama, you can run, you go the opposite way, you can get away from it at all costs. You can even pay somebody $5 to get it up out of your life. I thought that was going to stay up there, but it didn't. Or two, you can walk through the drama for the sake of the relationship. Hey, I'm going to go through this drama. I'm going to go through it because I don't want to lose my friend. I I, I got to have friendship in my life because I, I can't be alone. Because, see, if you don't walk through the drama together, or wall, or ride, or <laughs> either walk through the drama together, or risk 
walking through life alone. So if you don't embrace some drama in your life, you won't have any type of friendships. Who in here knows right now, because I can think of your mind, one of your friends right now, they full of drama. Anybody want to share any names? Drop them in their Facebook live. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pastor Michael, they tag me up in here. <laughs> but but see, some of our friends bring us drama. I know Tasha be like, and I had this going on, and I'm like, Tasha, I don't want that drama in my life. I don't care no nothing about it. Leave me alone. Leave me out of it. For the ones that are new here today, my wife is Tasha. She's back here in the back running the camera and playing on her Facebook. <laughs> She's commenting below. <laughs> she, she, she's on the she's on the stream talking to her online campus. So so, but but sometimes we have to deal with these things. We have to embrace problems. And you know, I remember my dad or my grandpa told me. He said he said when you get married, he said you're going to tack on any baggage that comes along with it. You're going to tack on any problems that come along with it. Amen. They were right. I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say they were right, but they were right. They were right. And I remember having friends that that man I could not tolerate to be around them because man that was just always something. Some couldn't ever have a good time because their phone was getting ready to ring and you know it was about to be bad when they pick up. Oh gosh, there she is. I got to do this. Y'all know anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so how in the world what do we do to deal with other people's drama that are affecting us how do we deal with this drama how do we take care of it do we take them out back and beat them up no 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 no, no don't do that even as much as we like to <laughs> but how do we truly deal with this how do we truly do we pay somebody off no 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 check this out let's check what that bible says here we're going to be in Matthew 18, 15 through 22. All right, ready? Verse 15. If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their faults just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. Now, I'm going to tell you guys something. I want y'all to underline this real big in your Bibles. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this down real big, okay? It says, just between the two of you. Now, that didn't say get on Facebook and tell everybody in the world what was going on. Man, you ain't going to be what Trina did today. She wore that ugly dress to church, and, and she talked to all the guys, and, and she tried to get Larry and Billy and, and, and go out to lunch with them. And it was just, whew, she crazy. Y'all believe that? I can't stand her. Estimation point, estimation point, estimation point, ugly face. <laughs> Hashtag. She needs Jesus. Don't put it on the face. That's how you get unfriended right there. I tell you what, they spent some people that put some bad things up on me on Facebook. And you know what I did? I didn't go and yell at them. I didn't fuss at them. I didn't even unfriend them. I called them on the phone. Now, hey, man, listen. What's going on? How can we fix this? I didn't go on there and I didn't comment. I didn't bash them publicly. I said, hey, how's it going? How can we fix this? problem that we're having, this issue that we're having. So go to them, between the two of you, not on Facebook. All right, so let's go back to chapter chapter, uh, 18, verse 16 here. And it says, but if they will not listen, 
because Trina's is hard-headed. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testament of two or three witnesses. Take people with you. Take them with you. Don't go alone. And I like that part there. So you have witnesses. It's my favorite part of it. Verse 17. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen to the church, or listen even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. And then y'all know what that means? Tax season's coming up. And when you see that number start dropping, you'll know what to mean, how you want to treat them. Verse 18. Truly I tell you, whether you're blind, whatever you bind on earth would be bond in heaven. And whatever you loose, lose on earth will be loosed or lost in heaven. Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. It's pretty good stuff right there. So if we agree, if we can come together and agree in this, then it shall be done. According to the word in the scripture here, this will be bonded and it will be taken care of with the Father in heaven. Verse 20 says, For where two or three are gathered in his name, there I am with them. The parable of the unservant. <laughs> Manifest. Unmanifest servant. Uh, then Peter asked, or then, Je- then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sinned against me? Up to seven times? I like what Jesus answered here. He says, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. That's a lot of times to forgive somebody. That's a lot of times for you to do me wrong and me have to forgive you for it. So, Pastor Michael, you mean I have to forgive somebody 77? What if I, what if I just, you know, they did me wrong more than 77 times? Well, I, in my mind, what I want to envision what, uh, what Jesus or what God was saying in this particular scripture, uh, it was saying, well, if they lied to me 77 times, forgive them. If they cussed me out 77 times, forgive them. If they betray you 77 times, forgive them. Forgive them. So we have to determine and decide whether an offense is actually offensive. We have to determine, we have to figure out what actually is offensive. I, you know, with a couple of series ago, we talked about corrective criticism, right? And we talked about finding people that's going to build you up, not break you down. Um, and, and what I tell people is, is when I tell you something, I'm going to tell you with love. And I'm going to tell you, hey, man, this is some areas you may need to improve on in your in your walk with Christ or improve in your life. And, you know, I tell you, hey, we want to get rid of some baggage. Hey, this is some baggage that I can tell. If I come to you and tell you that, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be offend you. I'm trying to give you some offense that, that you can defend yourself against the enemy and make your life better. And, and so, But people in society have a big issue with this. They have a problem. We live in a very offended world right now. Anything and everything you do, everybody gets offended. Everybody gets what we call butthurt about everything. Stop it. It's true. 
We get upset over the littlest of things, and all of a sudden, oh, they did this, so I'm going to go take them on Facebook. Now, now the little thing that you had turned into a big problem because you unfriended them on Facebook, and now you cause, cause un, or more unnecessary drama in your life. You want to eliminate drama? Go in there, unsubscribe, unfollow, don't get their notifications, and you might have to worry about it. But see, the Bible tells us, again, in Matthew 18 and 15, it says, if a, uh, if another a believer sins against you, so if, they, if they're truly sinning against you, Trina done lied about me. She said, I'm over here. I was at the, at the, the Hobby Lobby down there in and, and Mount Airy, and, and she seen me with somebody that wasn't Tasha. And they was over at Smoochin, and they went over across the street to Little Richards and got some barbecue, and, and, and that wasn't Tasha. Now she done lied about me. She done put it on Facebook. Trina done put this on Facebook, and now I'm so upset. And again, I have two options here. Two options. I can go to her and I can say, Trina, now you know that ain't right. I could publicly go back at her and, and say, okay, well, you offended me, so I'm going to put something up here on, about Trina that's not true. And that's my options. But, but the Bible tells us to go to them. Hey, listen, why'd you put that up there about me? You know it's not true. You know, you know that, that what you're saying is detrimental to my character. You can't be, st- why are you saying that? I like I like when you call certain people out because they start cowering down. Oh, I just said I, I just upset, and you find out the truth. And, and I, I I like digging in to people and saying, "Hey, you know what's the deal? What's the dealio?" But Proverbs seventeen and nine says, <laughs> "You will keep your friend if you forgive them, but you will lose your friends if you keep talking about." what they did wrong. Now I want you guys to know something. If somebody truly done you wrong and you take it to God and you pray about it and you fix that problem or that issue, don't keep bringing it up. Women, y'all are the worst about this. I'm just kidding. Uh, some men do it too. But but you know, when you're in that heated argument and you're at, at your spouse and y'all are back and forth, all of a sudden that filing cabinet comes open. Well, you did this on Friday the 14th and, and at 7 p.m. And, and you know exactly what you've done. And all of a sudden y'all are back and forth. I saw you look at that girl that one time and, and, and you know you gave her them googly eyes. If you truly have forgiven somebody, let it go. Let the past be in the past. What did we tell you uh, last week or the week before? You can't change the past, but you can change the future. You can't change what's happened back here, but you can change the future. You can change how you respond to things that are in the future. I always like learning from my mistakes. I always like going in. If I make a mistake, hey, I'll own it. I'll tell you, hey, I messed up. I learned at a very young age it's better just to come up clean and honest than it is to lie about it. And and I lived by that because I understood, hey, I messed up. I'll own it. And I'll forgive those in my path. And I've I've had to go to people and say, hey, man, I know that I've done this to you, and and I'm sorry. We've had to fix some things that, you know, maybe went too far and got out of hand, and we went back and said, hey, listen, I'm sorry. And I take it to them, and we talk about it, and we've forgiven each other 
And now that, that relationship is restored and I have friends. But if we keep talking about it, then we're going to end up losing our friendships. But see, what happens if, if we figure out what the offenses are? But what if that's a problem? What if number one is a problem? But we must make the first move. First, sometimes the best response we can do is, even if we're in the wrong, is for us to, to own it and say, hey, man, I'm sorry. I missed up. Make the first move. Sometimes, Tasha, she'll tell you, I like talking about us, because I'd rather talk about us than y'all, but I remember one time we were mad at one another, and I probably still do this too, but we don't really get mad at each other that often, we still do, but anyways. <laughs> but I remember one time we were so mad at one another, and I was like, told myself, I ain't apologizing to her, she ain't gonna apologize to me. And in her mind, I said, oh, I ain't apologizing to him. He can come apologize to me. When he's ready, he'll come apologize to me. Anybody ever done that? I, am I the only one that's ever done that? She can come to me when she's ready. Because she did wrong. She done messed up. She done me wrong. She done yelled at me. Uh-uh. She can come tell me. But how many times that maybe we've done things in our friendships and our relationships and this unnecessary drama that we've had in our lives that, that we're still carrying around things because neither one of us made the first move. Maybe, maybe today, I mean, maybe you're thinking right now that there may be somebody or individuals in your life that, hey, man, I have some, I have some things that I need to go to them and talk about. Maybe today you need to be the one that makes that first move. And because in the Bible, in, in Matthew 18 and 15, it says, if another brother sins against you, go privately and point it out. Pick up the phone, call him. Hey, Sally Sue, listen, I said some things about you I probably shouldn't have been saying, but I'm sorry. I mean, it could be, people get offended and upset about so many little things. We didn't invite somebody to a birthday party one time by accident. And they got upset, mad. And it was something that, that was so innocent and unintentionally done, but they took it to the offense. And it was just all, you know, all we had to do was just call them up and say, hey, listen, this is what happened. This is, you know, overwhelmed, Facebook, got a lot of people on there. <laughs> it happens. So if somebody offends you, or, you know, if, somebody, if, if something's going down and, 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 you know, make the first move. Make that move. But what if... Number two doesn't work. What if you call them up and they still don't want to forgive you? You still, you went to them, you talked to them in private, you didn't bash them on Facebook, you, and that, now all of a sudden you made the first move, even though you may have been right in the situation, you're still going to own it and say, hey, listen, forgive me. But, but if number three does, or if number two doesn't work, involve mutual friends that can care, or that mutual friends that care about the both of you. I remember a time. <laughs> I had a, my best friend, my best man in my wedding. Him and his uh, uh, girlfriends, whatever they were at the time, uh, <laughs> you know, they, they started having some issues. And they decided that they wanted to, to go separate ways. I said, okay. I said, if y'all have done everything that you know and you truly know that y'all want to go separate ways, that's cool. I said, but here, listen. I love you both. I'm still going to be friends with both of you. So what we're going to do is when we're around, you ain't going to talk bad about them. And we ain't doing that. Likewise, when I go over there, we ain't going to talk bad about y'all. 
because because that's a mutual friendship that we have. But if there was a problem that we could call it out, hey man, she was doing this or he was doing that, and you go to him and you say, hey bud, hey, what's the deal? Because we're coming to you in love. And, and, and that's what we need to approach things in our life is to approach them in a loving way because the Bible tells us to love our neighbor as ourselves. Our neighbor could be anybody. It could be our friends. It ain't talking, you know, it's talking about our physical neighbor, but it's talking about our neighbors as the people around us. Excuse me. But if you are, but if you are unsuccessful, take one or two people or one or two others with you and go back again to this person so that everything you may say may be confirmed by the two or three witnesses. So take people with you. Now, I'm going to tell you, if y'all come talk to me, try to do an intervention, <laughs> you roll up there like a mafia, I'm more like, I'm scared, I'm thinking you're going to beat me up. And don't go in there like a mafia crew, like you're going to beat them down and, and, and just try to beat people up. We don't want to beat people up. We want to go to them and love them and say, hey, listen, what you're doing in your life, what you're doing isn't right. We care about you. We love you. We want you to be successful. We want you to, to know who God is. And we want you to know the right path. So we're coming to you to talk to you and to help you. And again, you want there to be witnesses to know what went down. Because a lot of times, what do we say? <laughs> there's truth. I say, uh, there's their truth, his truth, and God's truth. They all, you know, there's always three sides to every story. <laughs> Their side, their side, and the truth. Anyway. <laughs> so number four. If number three doesn't work, appear to the highest authority or a higher authority. As I have it here. Appear to the highest authority. So, so if the person still refuses to listen, take the case to the church. Now, when I tell you to take it to the church, I don't mean you get up here and here's the microphone. Come up here, tell out all that's going on. We, one, we ain't doing it at this church. Uh, y'all go to church, church across town, they might do that, but we ain't. Uh, but you can crank it in here and bring it to God. Find you those core people that you can entrust in. And you can have believers in, in that circle of group and you can pray about issues and things in life. That's why when hopefully this year as we continue to grow at Medic Church, we want to start something called Life Groups. Why are life groups so important? It's because when we connect small, we can build relationships any bigger than what we have right now. A lot of y'all in here, I hope that by this time next year, we can triple the size that we are now. That's my prayer. I want God to continue to send people our way. I want God to continue to bless this church. I want God to continue to do great and mighty things in this place. And, and so when we when we have people... And, and these things aren't working. We want to take things to God. We want to take things to Him. We want to bring those things to the altar. I remember, you know, we talked about having the luggage and, and we was carrying things around. Maybe there's luggage or there's problems or issues or drama in your life today that you keep carrying around. And maybe it's a lifetime of things that you've been carrying around that you need to bring to the altar. You need to give it to God, the higher authority. I don't have no special powers. I can't take drama out of your life, but I know the man that can. I know the, the man up high that can take things out of your life. And his name is Jesus. 
And, and again, it, 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 but Pastor Michael, you don't know what they did to me. You don't know how they treated me. You don't know exactly word for word what they said about me. You know what? If I went off by what everything everybody's ever said about me, I'd be living in a rock somewhere. Let it go. It's <laughs> my favorite song. Let it go. Let it go. The first time ever. <laughs> but Peter said, Peter, ask Jesus, how many times do I need to forgive them? Seventy times seven. Seventy times seven. That's my, that's a lot of times for you. Yeah. See, we have to. We may not want to. We, it, may, it may take all of us inside of us to say, God, I forgive them. But I promise you, your life will be better. Your life will be able to be prosper. And you won't have to have endless, unnecessary drama in your life. And I'm going to close with this. And point number five, if you're taking notes. Whatever happens, choose reckless love over wrecking the relationship. Love them people. Love those individuals, even though it may be hard. And it, you know, again, it tells us in Matthew 8 and 17 in the latter part. It says, then if he or she won't accept the church's decision, treat them as a pagan or a corrupt tax collector. And, and, and man, them people were, I, I hate, absolutely despise filling out my taxes. I hate when I have, I hate paying taxes. I'm like, they already take my money. They already take everything from me. Now I'm having to pay them some more. And, and I'm praying I get a return. And man, I just, I can't stand them people. So you know what I do? I try to avoid them at all costs. Now I pay my taxes. Your pastor pays his taxes. He follows the law, but he don't like to. So I go in there and I do my taxes and I get out of Dodge. I run for my life. But see, we want to treat them and treat people in our lives with love. Today, I want you to think, you know, you may be thinking of people right now or been thinking about this whole message of people that, hey, you need to, to fix some relationships with. Even if it's bad, even if it's calling them and saying, hey, listen, I know we ended on the wrong foot, but I forgive you. Hey, if I did something wrong, forgive me. I know over the last year and a half, we've met with people and we said, hey, listen, if any time during our journey we've made anything wrong or done anything or said anything that was wrong or, you know, we've owned it. Even if we didn't do anything wrong, we still said, hey, if we did, unknowingly, because there's sometimes we might do something or, or say something or roll our eyes or look a certain way or, or whatever, and people get offended because of it. Sometimes we have to take those first steps and just say, hey, listen, I'm sorry. And I've been able to restore some relationships over the last six months that I didn't think we would ever have relationships again. We were able to bend and mold those things back together because God says, I'm the God of love. And I want you to love your neighbor as yourself. Treat them people with love and show them that same love that God shows us. See, God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross. For each and every one of us, everybody that's watching this online or online campus and may listen to this podcast later on, Jesus died on the cross for you. And I want you to know that no matter where you're at today, no matter what's happened in your life, God still loves you. You messed up? Hey, it's okay. If you come on down the road and you had unnecessary drama in your life today, hey, 
take it to God because God still loves you. And God wants you to, to lean on him every day. See, the devil's going to tell you, like we talked about last week, he's going to try to put distractions in your life. And he's going to try to send distractions and tell you that, hey, you're going to say, we're going to say this prayer here in just a few moments if you don't know who Jesus is. And if you say that, the devil's going to come in and he's going to try to distract you and tell you that that prayer didn't mean nothing, but it means every single thing to God. And I always tell people, Christianity's not easy. Pastor Michael, why do you tell people that? Because I'm going to be honest with you. This church, we're real. Because the enemy doesn't want you to be happy. He doesn't want you to have joy. He wants you to be cluttered down with drama in your life. But see, God loves you. He said, come to me, those who are weary, and I'll give you rest. And today, I believe that you can have drama taken out of your life. I believe relationships can be just, can be uh, resolved and restored today. And all you have to do is take it to God. If you guys don't mind, if you'll stand with me. Here in just a moment, we're going to pray, and then me and Tasha will be over to the side if you need special prayer. We'd love to pray with you this morning. But I'm going to tell you that if you don't know who Jesus Christ is, here in just a moment, we're going to pray a prayer. I'm going to pray a prayer, and then I'm going to pray a salvation prayer. And all you have to do is repeat the same words I say. But today, I want to pray for each and every person in here. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for this day. Again, I don't think it's an accident anybody is here. God, I think it was for a reason and a purpose, God. God, as we've talked about uh, drama today, God, I know that, that we all have drama in our life. God, I just ask you to take those unnecessary dramas that we don't need in our life away, God. God, and if, if people are in here today and they need to restore some relationships in, the, in, in people's lives, God, I ask you that, that you will help us to make that first step. God, the people that may be on our mind that we know that, that we need to, to fix those issues or problems that we've had, God. God, I pray that, that you will help us to, to have the right words to, to say and give us the courage to reach out to those individuals. And God, if they still, if we went through all these steps and we've taken it to you, God, and we gave it to you and they still don't want to forgive us or have anything to do with us, God. God, let us know that as long as we've done every single thing and we've given it to you, that you're in control. God, if somebody doesn't know you today, let them know all they have to do is say this simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Help me to live my best life each and every day and make the right choices. Help me not get distracted. In your name I pray again for joining us on our podcast we hope to see you next week as we continue our unfriended series we want to remind you if you need special prayer you can submit a prayer request online at www.medicchurch.com our team is standing by ready to pray and believe with you that god will meet each and every need all right we'll see you soon